Tim Cahill. Oh, what a response. A sensational volley. It's Lionel Messi. He scored. The goal the world wanted. Towards Suarez. Who puts Uruguay ahead? Wouldn't you just know it? He's back. Here's Jan. Chance as a merchant. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to On The Bench, episode five. Uh, my name is Stefan Giglio. Changing it up, changing it up. I've taken over the reins of, uh, of host of On The Bench for tonight. Um, probably just for the intro. Um, as always, um, as, as always, I've got uh, Joseph, Joseph Esposito here and uh, Oliver Lamont. Uh, Lockie is um, our man, our man on, uh, on site at Russia. Boys, how are we doing? Good, mate. Good. Good to be Not back. Not bad. I think, I think you just broke a record. What was that? For the most times a man could say, ah, uh, in the first 40 seconds of a podcast. Oh, well, it's so not, just, not, just, not just at the start of the podcast, even the, even the, the videos we've uploaded on social media. It's just a, it's just a whole lot of R's, mate. Yeah, and uh, well, obviously, it's yeah, his, no, you've been sponsored by... Uh, yeah, come on, mate, give me a break, far out. It's my first intro Steph, ever. <laughs> and Steph being sponsored by Coca-Cola Amatool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so boys, how are we doing? You all right? IG TV. He's after that commission, yeah, bad, mate. He's no commission, please. Exactly. Am I am I taking back over the reins now? You did all right there. You did all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give it back to you, bro. How are you? Very well, very well. Um, well, I guess we're what ten days in now, 10, 11 days into the cup, so it's definitely in full swing. I mean, the group stage, group stage is pretty much you know it's 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 uh, going as quickly as as it's come already. So you know we're already two rounds in. And you know, kicks all off again tonight. The last, the final match day. Um, match day Russia 10. Russia trying to top the group. That's that's him. Yeah, hours I've gotten to sleep yeah. this whole time. About it. Yeah, exactly. We'll but talk- um, no, well, look, that's but Russia obviously trying to seal the group tonight. Um, trying to trying to top the group against Uruguay. So uh, that's where it all begins. But look, we do have quite a lot to cover tonight. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited. Um, we haven't, we haven't. All three of us haven't been on the, on on the uh, on the airways for for a couple of weeks. So yeah. I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I know because Steph's been away. Well, we've all we've all, just... we've all been uh, we've all been balls deep in the uh, in the in the World Cup. You know, you, you we were lucky. <laughs> we were lucky to get something out last week with uh, with old mate Matt getting involved. Yeah, I know. I know. You kind of saved the day in the end, but um, but look, as I said, we do have a lot. Of, we do have a lot uh, to to cover tonight. Obviously, there's a there's just a couple of things going on uh, in world football at the moment. I but, think um, a look, just uh, yeah, just a couple. Well, look in the last in the last week or so, has there been anything that uh, any games that sort of caught your eye? Um, I know for me, I can't really go past Argentina. Well, I know we are talking about them tonight, but. Uh, they are in absolute li- licorice all sorts at the moment. <laughs> licorice uh, all sorts. Oh, Argentina. So um, yeah. So was there any any uh, any results that caught your boys' eye? You know, shocked you, or yeah. Not nothing's really. I mean, as exciting as the World Cup's been, there's nothing that's really impressed me or or thrown me off guard too much. There's either ends of the spectrum there. Um, <clears throat> Maybe the thing that struck me the most is probably the big teams failing a little bit. Um, but mm. I guess the, the thing that I've been most impressed with is probably um, Belgium. Um, they, they look really slick in their, in their last two games. Um, so, so I've got a new sort of fondness towards them and we'll be watching them 
bit more closely because I think I think they might be my new favourites to um to go far in this competition. Um, they look really well okay. rounded, um, fast in the attack. <clears throat> you know, Lukaku's in blistering form at the moment, so they you know they they've caught my eye at the moment. Um, Steph, what about you? Um, yeah, Steph, how do you, um how do you see um how do you see Italy going? Uh, mate, oh, I see them doing quite well, to be honest with you. Um, I had to have a loss of game so far, which is good. They're undefeated. <laughs> um, now, in terms of in terms of results, um, I think Ollie Ollie just mentioned it. The the, the big the, the real big teams haven't really stepped up. Um, it, it's been very it's been very even. I think it's been a very flat line World Cup. You haven't seen any team sort of step up and sort of take the. Um, take take the tournament by the scruff of the neck and sort of send shockwaves. Um, I, I'm I'm appreciating um, certain teams uh, like Tunisia, you know, banging in goals. Um, Senegal's banging in goals. Um, Tunisia haven't won a game. Yeah, but they're banging in goals, man. That's what I mean. Like, like they're, they're showing weaknesses in teams that are going to make it and that are going to progress into the later stage. You know, um, I, I, well, Tunisia's already out. Yeah, I understand that they're already out. I'm not saying they're going to make it through. I'm just saying that they're breaking down teams. <laughs> that are, you know what, man? Uh, like, uh, what I think, about, he, what I think he used them on FIFA once, and he said they're all right. So now he yeah. likes oh. them. Yeah, I didn't say oh. I didn't say I like Tunisia. I'm saying that they're uh, or whoever I was mentioning. I'm just saying that they were bloody scoring goals, man, against the big team. <laughs> they're just they're showing weaknesses. Next, next, next he's gonna next he's gonna tell us that he thinks Egypt are gonna win the World Cup. <laughs> just on that, I think my my dark horse is Egypt to win the World Cup. <laughs> Um, no, no, it's my, my, yeah, if we're going to go on the theme of who, who we're thinking is the, the, the front runners, you know, Croatia have really impressed me. And I, I, I was talking about it before the, the cup even started. I, I really think that they're just, they've just, they've sort of hit form at the right time. I think they've, in the, in the two performances, they've been, they've been really strong. Um, you know, Luka Modric is, is just, he, he's just in, um, in top form, and I think he always steps up for Croatia when he plays for, when he plays for him. He, he, he sort of does that 15 percent more than what he does at, at Real Madrid. Um, but I yeah, mean, I just think I just think that they're the you know three 0 convincing win over Argentina. Like, what, what more? What more can you ask for? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, look, we'll um, we, we will talk more about our favourites mm. close towards the other uh, back end of the show. But look, let's uh, let's kick it off with our with our first hot topic of the night, and that is the um, I don't know if they're just taking the piss or if they generally mean it, but this whole idea that football is coming home, the English the English national football team, uh, you know, it is it has become their it has become I guess a, a tagline of a World Cup really, um, you know, it's a chant. I was at um, I was at a big. Sports bar last night, watching watching them absolutely demoralise Panama. It wasn't much of a game, to be honest. Um, you know, England were cutthroat, but it wasn't much of a game. And non-stop was just that chant, you know, football's coming home, football's coming home. But, um, you know, I, I managed to chuck on a an English Gerard number four jersey and pretend to be English for two and a half hours. Um, How's your accent? I'm not doing it now. Oh, that <laughs> you was piss off. No, you're pissed off. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> well but uh, no, that's what I want to ask. I want to ask you boys. That's that's my first my first topic for the night. My question that I have you boys is: Can England <laughs> can England really do this? Uh, you know, I know they haven't played. You know, the, the greatest teams in the world. Oh, well, I guess they they have they have played uh, uh, world class Tunisia, according to Steph. 
um, and I had to, t- had to get you know. I didn't say that. I, I didn't like, say. I just said I was impressed <laughs> when they were scoring goals, mate. Yeah, Tunisia to win the World Cup. Tunisia scored like one goal, two goals, and I didn't think <laughs> even mention Tunisia um, anyway. And but anyway, look, they you know they they just got over the line against Tunisia. They obviously battered Panama. They have Belgium next up, which I think will be a great game. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, looking at the bracket potentially, the way that you know with Germany slipping up, it's looking like it's going to be around. It could be, more than likely be a round of sixteen clash with Brazil and Germany that where they could potentially play the winner of that game. So, but you know, as as you know, Steph almost said that you know not many te- countries have. You know, sort of grab the tournament by the scruff of the neck, and you know Brazil definitely hasn't done that, and uh, neither has Germany. Mm. Um, so yeah, can are they, oh, is it going to be another England campaign where they they get they just get through and they get to the you know they then they play a like I said a Germany or a Brazil or a Portugal or whatever like they haven't done in the past and they get done in pens or whatever and it you know turns into a you know, shit show of a, of a World Cup campaign, or do you think they can really push in? You know, past the past the round of sixteen into the semi sort of thing, or yeah, what are your thoughts, Ollie? I'll start with you, and um, we'll, we'll lead into Steph. Yeah, look, I understand the hype. I mean, the English media always holds the English national team in such high regard, and and they really they really expect result expect results out of their players. Um, and I understand that you know they've had a couple of a good results in in the World Cup, and it and it gives them this confidence and and belief that they're that this might be their new golden generation to kick on and and finally overcome that these these you know large tournament obstacles that England have always faced, um, <clears throat> you know. So and and now I feel like the the media and and everyone around centered around England is expecting a big finish for them. Um, but I think I, I just think at this stage they might be getting a little bit ahead of themselves. You know they played well and, and got the results that they needed. But I wouldn't go I wouldn't go to the point of saying you know the World Cup's coming home. Um, you know they they only just scraped through against Tunisia. They they created a lot of chances, but they they really lacked finish in that game. Um, and and obviously the the half ass defending from from Kyle Walker oh, conceding the penalty. Sorry. You know that that could have really come back to to bite them. Um, so they, but um, you know, if it wasn't for Harry Kane, who's who's absolutely world class at the top of that squad there, um, and and saved them there, um, and and against Panama, you know, you said it before, it wasn't much of a contest. They were they were absolutely dreadful and, and completely lost the plot really for for forty five minutes. The the man marking and and tackling in the box was was terrible. Um, but I think I think the real test for England will come against um, Belgium. Obviously, as I mentioned before, that Belgium are in flying form. And um, you know they're they're playing with real confidence and belief, and I I think it will take a huge effort to to trump a, a team like Belgium at the moment. Um, <clears throat> well, the question I have for you there, I'm going to stop you there because I have a question for you, cool. right? Because you have been rightly quite you've you know obviously you're in the, you know, already in the show, uh, what we're in the ten minutes, and you've you've praised Belgium, right? Mm. Yeah, I'm not wrong in saying that. Yeah, they've played, they've had to play the exact same teams that England have. Mm. Yeah, but they they haven't struggled. They've they've looked really comfortable and slick. I mean, England looked good against Panama because Panama would were dreadful. I just think England were phenomenal in the first half against Tunisia. I think they, they looked like world beaters. Yeah, but they couldn't. They didn't. They didn't punish them and they didn't put them away. That's what. That's where Belgium is. They've they've come out strong and and are just. Yeah, no, that's that's what I mean. That that's the question that I had. Like you know, is that. You know, as I'm saying, you know, obviously they have played both played the teams. Are you? Do you reckon you're just you're just 
you're you're trying not to build up England just for that sake, just because of what they've how they've been in the past, or do you just think that they don't have it have have enough? You know, like period. Well, I think it's a bit of both. Like I think, I think it comes from looking at England's history that they they never really deal with this type of pressure well. Um, you know, they have a great group of talented players, but at the moment, I don't think there's enough experience head um, to get them over the line against a team like Belgium that have serious quality all across their park. I mean, man for man, Belgium probably outdoes England in every aspect, bar maybe the striker. Um, so I just I just think that the Belgium look and play with much more confidence without that pressure than than what England have to deal yeah. with. So I, I think that's yeah. where oh, I mean, they look, get yeah. the edge over them. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I mean, Belgium are, like you said, I can't disagree with anything you said about Belgium. I was just asking, you know, just in... You know, based just off of how England's been in the past, mm. but um, no, like I said, yeah, I can't can't disagree Look, with you there. At take all. nothing I'm sure away. Be... Take nothing away from England. I think they they have done really well, and I mm. I I think that obviously they're going to 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 qualify and and get through. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it, I think it's, it's um, it's not. Yeah, it it will depend on on who they face, obviously. Yeah. Um, but whether or not they have the nerve and the and the character to really kick on beyond here is where their real true test. I mean, because they're expected to get out of the group stage. I don't understand why all the hype is around them of saying it's coming home. This is before the competition started. This was the pressure that was put on them. This is what they were supposed to do. It's it's nothing yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, look, I mean, I guess, um, I guess there is a bit of, you know, I get a, a bit of pressure, well, actually quite a bit of pressure on Belgium as well, because this is, their golden generation. This is what they invested in, you know, 10, 15 years ago um, in their youth systems. And, you know, this is like, you know, the proof in the pudding now. And, you know, to be fair, before the World Cup started, I, I said that, you know, I didn't think Belgium would have what it takes because in 2014 they had a lot of potential. But, you know, they obviously, when push came to shove in the big games, they didn't really stand up. But I guess now all those kids, with, those kids that had potential four years ago are now, you know, world-class players. Uh, so, you know, like you said, across the park, they're fantastic. So, you know, I guess it'll be, I, I guess, because I, I guess both sides, what England and Belgium, they're both, you know, still relatively young, young teams. So it'll be, um, it'll be interesting to see how they go against each other. And then uh, obviously into the round of 16. But Steph, uh, the question I had for you mm. next was, um, so yeah, this whole tagline, you know, that, that football's coming home, uh, is the question that I had is I kind of feel that this World Cup is like like Ollie said there is that well there's always going to be that pressure there on the English national team because it's England because it's you know they're you know the the pride of the you know of world football in terms of you know like the Premier League you know it's seen as like the greatest league in the world and and so on and so forth but I kind of feel like this whole tagline thing and there it almost feels that the that the English that the nation the fans are almost like taking the piss a bit in the sense that like because they're very well aware of how they've gone in major tournaments in the past they're kind of just taking it a day like a, as it comes sort of thing whereas in the past they you know had a squad lined with you know what was started meant to be you know the next Ballon d'Or winner in Wayne Rooney or a David Beckham or a Michael Owen you know, who did win the, the Ballon d'Or yeah to be fair but um do you think that they're 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 just enjoying the ride and not setting an expectation of of making it to a semi final or a final or yeah so that, that 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 is my question do you think that they're they're almost 
not building themselves up too high, but they're just enjoying the hype and taking a game. Yeah, well, game. you can you can definitely you can definitely sense that they 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 are playing like they they're playing really relaxed football. Uh, I think at times too relaxed. I think they 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 could have sort of made a made a mockery uh, of Panama even more last night yeah. if they um, if they weren't so relaxed. You could tell um, at the back. Obviously, they they conceded, but you can tell um, after they they made their substitutions um, when, when Kane Lingard and um, and uh, Tripper came off Trippier. 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 Trippier, yeah. Came off. Um, for Tripper. me, they just, they just, they, um, for me, they just fell, they, they were, they were, they fell apart. I feel like they weren't as controlled as what they were in the first half or the first, you know, 50, 60 minutes. Um, you know, they, they, they were making too many mistakes at the back, you know. Um, I, I messaged, I messaged you boys last night, um, uh, in regards to in regards to Walker and you know for 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 me he's just I don't know they're playing they're playing with confidence but at times I feel like they're playing with too much confidence um, and it, it when they're going to come up against teams like Belgium if they're going to perform like the way they did in the last thirty minutes against Panama uh, Panama last night they're going to get they're going to get uh, they're going to get taught a footballing lesson. In, in my yeah, opinion, but it was a different. Do you, do you think that it's a completely different arena? I mean, look at this day; they were up what six nil. I mean, a lot of teams naturally would put the foot on the brake. But then you know, look, not taking away anything away from Panama. I thought I kind of felt like in that second half, Panama. No, no, no. And what I, what I, like, what I really, Panama were like, nah, enough's enough. Like we can't. That, like, you know what? You know what I really, this, you know what I really enjoyed about Panama last night was that you know, till that final whistle was blown at the end of the game, they were they were they were pressing. Um, they, they were they were working to win the ball. They were, you know, creating creating chances. Um, and 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 when they scored, it was as if they won the World Cup, man. Like they were, they were celebrating, they were happy, they were crying. Like it was just, it was really good to see, you know. And I, and I feel like you know teams like England, England sort of miss miss things like that because it comes back to obviously the expectations um, of the team and, and where they should be progressing. So, um, I mean, they scored like what? Like, but that's that's what. But like they what they scored like six goals in the first half. Like, what more do you want? Five goals, sorry, in the first half of football. Yeah, but it was it was for me it was a, it was a game where again it's not taking any away from um, from England. No, but no, but no, that's what that that that's that that no, but this is what it, this is what I mean. Like in terms of in terms of the whole, it still seems like the world is naturally expecting England in that game to have won twelve nil. Like they were up five 0 at half time. Like that's incredible. Yeah, but right, but they could have went on. But, is... but but they should have they should have the ability to go on and 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 bang in another six against against Panama. You know what I mean? If they were able to do it in the first yeah. half, they're, they're more than capable of doing it in the second half. Granted, there was two penalties, but you know. Yeah. Well, you know why? Why did why did Belgium pull up? You know why? Did, you know it's a it's the age old question. You know why did Belgium pull up when they were up what four nil was it four nil? But I don't understand the point of them pulling up because. Belgium and, and England are even on points as well as goal difference. Yeah. So then, should well, they? Yeah, would you should even they say draw, up? Would you even say pulling up, or do you think that? Do you think that, like like Steph said, Panama put put drew a line in the sand and say no, nah, like enough's enough sort of thing, and because I mean that first half they weren't even there. No. I mean, you know, credit to like England did play good football, but Panama weren't even there, and you can only imagine that the bollocking that they copped at half time. Uh, so do you say enough's enough? Are you saying that you think Panama just went into damage control from the second half? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, look, well, then you know why? Why didn't Belgium go and score ten? You know, if they were up four nil, um, 
you know, so it's it's. I guess it it it, it is what it is. It's, it's football games, you know. It, teams, you know, I'm sure Steph will Steph will tell you, you know, he's played in his own games of football where I'm sure he's you know teams he's playing have been up four or five nil, and you know it just it's just the other team almost just draws a line in the sand and. Um, that, that's what I mean. I'm not taking anything away from Panama because in that second half they drew. It was one all. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel it's because I can only imagine that they, that they yeah copped a, a rocket at half time off the uh, off their manager. Yeah. But then then there's and, a question. Uh, Obviously, it's 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 too big of a topic to dive into right now. But then it's a question of you know should um, should the way that teams uh, qualify into the World Cup you know change or um, you know there's certain there's certain teams that you know, because uh, for me, you know, <coughs> Panama are they like are they going to add? Are they just filling in the numbers, or are they there to genuinely win the World Cup? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, well, so that's a ridiculous question to ask. That's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> but like, but you know what I mean? Like, but but you're not going to sit there and go. You oh, heard it here first from Steph. It's but, a Tunisia and Panama final. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. that's that's impossible. But anyway. Um, but you know what I mean, well, like look, you, know, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm not trying to say that Panama's gonna like they're, they're like, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, then why, then why are we there? Then why are we there? Why is Australia? But, there? but to be honest with you, Australia have a genuine, genuine chance of of, of beating teams like like Belgium and Argentina. And anyone on their day can beat anybody. You know, <coughs> that's that's the that's the beauty of football. Anybody I think, on their... I think that's just the belief that they go in with. They, I don't think they expect to win the World Cup, but they go into each game thinking well, we're a fighting chance and we're gonna give everything we've got for it. Yeah, and then yeah, and the, but they at the end of the day they came up against a very good, a very confident English side. They did, they did, and, they did. And, and, not, and not, personally, not I away. think it's a bit. Sorry, go on. Go on, no, go on, go on. No, go no, on. I didn't want to take anything away from England's performance because obviously they, like you know, they, they still sent, they still, they still scored, you know, they, they still put six past uh, Panama, um, and they, they they played they played relatively well up until I think about the sixty fifth minute, and then I think they were a little bit um, all over the place, but. But yeah, but no, that's why I look. That's why well, I mean, you know, that's why I'm. I guess I am favouring England here. Um, I have already, but that is because after I guess after obviously watching them play, right, and after what you guys have said, and I know you're not taking anything away from England, but England have played the exact same teams the Belgium have, mm. and everyone is talking fantastically and very highly of Belgium. But they're still not and setting the wall on fire, I suppose, for me. I, I, I don't think they're... Yeah, okay. They're, they're playing, they're, they're playing the consistent game, football. And we can it. talk about the Tunisia game. And we can talk about the Tunisia game, right? When it comes to England, we can talk about that Tunisia game. Because mm. that was Tunisia's most legitimate chance of getting points out of the group. Yeah. Barring Panama against the two sides. And that was the first group game. Yeah. So they were always going to be up for it. I, we, we spoke about it. I think it was... Um, uh, Ollie, it was you, me, and Alex when we had my, my uh, Alex Bocking on the show. And we all agreed that Tunisia were going to be hard to beat in that game because it was the first game and they were going to come out and, you know, throw hell and high water at England. Yeah. And that's what they did. But what I said, what I said then last night and speaking to a few English fans at this at this bar is that for the first time in a long time during that game against Tunisia, if that was the 2014 squad, if that was any Euro squad, any squad that they've put out in England in the last probably like 10 years at a major tournament, when they all won all for a good part of that game, for what sixty five minutes of that game, uh, in the ninetieth, in the eightieth minute, an old English side, they're frust- They would have got frustrated, and they potentially would have lost that game. They would have thrown way too many numbers forward, and they would have got pipped on the counter. But this English side, and it's different. That's what I'm saying because it's something that I haven't seen in the English side in a while. Is they just 
They chipped away, they chipped away, they chipped away. They didn't allow themselves to get frustrated. And in the 92nd minute, they got their just desserts in, in uh, the Euro 2016. Different squad. They played Russia, lost 2-1. They lost their frustration around the 80th minute mark, bowled everyone forward and lost their heads. And uh, Russia went on the counter and beat them 2-1 in a game they never should have lost. That's what I'm saying is a really, really positive thing about this English side, I think. And if they go through this group and play a... Even if they finish second and they play a a Germany or a Brazil, you know, in a quarterfinal or whatever, if they get there, then, you know, Brazil, have, Brazil haven't set the world on fire. Coutinho has won them both their games. Um, you know, Germany were, barring Tony Croy's brilliance, you know, I think, you know, haven't been great either. Like you said, Steph, well, they no, no big, big country has really taken the game by the scruff of the neck. But yeah, oh, look, I, I just, that's what I think a bit different about this English side mm. uh, compared to compared to previous ones. So, um, you know, people are very, you know, I guess, Ollie, you said it before, that uh, especially the English media, they're, they're, they're brutal and they love to jump on the backs of their English side. But I think for the first time in a long time, they haven't really set their standards high, like, like trying to go and win a World Cup high. Mm. And for the first time in a long time, they're actually playing a good brand of football. Mm. And, you know, you are going to have your, your mishaps against, like, you know, Tunisia. It's a World Cup. So um, that's what you'd hope for. You know, like Tunisia would go there on their day and hope that they'd beat them. And they, they almost did. So um, I know I rambled on there, but um, that's just what I've gathered after listening to other people. And um, Yeah, no, you do make yeah. an interesting point. Yeah, I guess yeah. it's coming down to the, the style of play. Well, I think it, I think it's a big credit to, to Gareth Southgate. You know, he's, yeah. he's come through that youth squad. He's seen them all play. He's probably worked with them. <laughs> A lot at, at a younger level so he knows them well personally and he's created a good morale in that squad and, and and a style of play that that suits them rather than suits what the English media expect um, so they can go out and that's probably why they look like they're really enjoying their football so um, look, mm. I hope I hope they do really well and I'd like to see them progress but um, it's it's a little bit early to, to call at this stage but I guess from, oh, of from course, their perspective of course, no. everything, everything it's thumbs up from them. Do you think? Do you think Espo? Do you think that England have the mentality um, of like uh, of? I don't think they've put any focus into into their defending. It's more about let's try and score more goals in the opposition because every time the defense England's defense has been tested, they're sort of con, they're sort of conceded. You know, they're conceded in both games. Yeah. Well, I'm, <coughs> yeah, I guess you're, yeah, you're right, but I guess that that's the way they're lining up. I mean, you know. You have to be. You have to that, Do you think? Do you think? Uh, do you Kyle think? Kyle uh, Walker's played the last. Kyle Walker's played the last three seasons at right back, and now he's playing in the World Cup in the centre of back three, like not playing in the centre of a back three, but playing amongst a, you know, a back three where he isn't necessarily our right. That's where Trippier is. Do you think that? So, do you think the three five two formation works? Yeah, I think it does. They've got the players to do it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Trippier gets up and down all day. I've just had a mind blank and forgotten who's at left wing back. Um, so. But no, I mean, yeah, and I think they'll be fine. I think that, you know, I think they, uh, I guess maybe Belgium as well got, you know, they, they got pretty fortunate with their draw in terms of playing each other last. Mm. So, you know, they go into this game knowing that they're both through already. Um, whereas I think if they played each other first, it would have been chaos. And then having to go and play Tunisia like for England after, you know, if they'd maybe dropped points at Belgium, well, then anything could have happened. So, Just to answer your um, question, Ashley, Ashley Young... 
Ashley Young. See, Ashley Young, a player that, yeah. So, yeah, they do have the players that will get up and down. Yeah. And, you know, if they have those players at their disposal, then, of course, you know, if that's how they want to play, that's how they want to play. Yeah. I think, and I think a lot more of our questions will be answered after they play Belgium. Yeah, so, 100%. 100%. You know, yeah, that's an important so, game to sort of understand where England are at um, as a team. And, yeah, um, and, and Belgium as well. Because, I mean, a lot of people, yeah. like, you know, expected Belgium to do well in the past, and they haven't. So, yeah. Um, I think it's a, a really um, crucial game for both teams, really, just to kind of see where they're actually really at. Yeah. So, um, but look, we won't, we won't, we'll leave this topic for now. I'm sure it'll, it'll come up. You know, we'll, we'll know a whole lot more. No, lost my words there. Know a whole lot more about England after they play Belgium on Friday night, uh, Australian time. So, well, look, we'll move on to the next, uh, you know, the next topic of the show and. <coughs> We'll keep this one local, kind of, um, and we'll talk, you know, we can't, I guess we can't not talk about uh, Australia's fixture tomorrow night, you know, by the time our listeners listen to the show, you know, the game will only be hours away. Um, we can break it down for them. We can break it down for them, Esther. Cro- break it down. Um, <laughs> so, no, it, it's, a, um, it's a, you know, an enormous fix, you know, the, you know, every game's the biggest game, you know, in Australian history, but, you know, Australian football history, I think that's how we should look at them and this one is enormous so mm-hmm. you know going up against um you know I'll, I'll let either of you either of you start here but you know going up against a, a peru side that's already out of the cup but desperate to go home on a good note after their first world cup in 36 years and they've come out and said that publicly um you know how do you see it playing out and yeah can we can we get out because personally i think that i think that Denmark won't won't take points off France, uh, so I think this is, you know, in the uh, in our hands. Our fate is in our own hands still, even though we have one point. Yeah, definitely. So, um, I think yeah. Well, I think we really do have an honest, fair chance of of getting out of this group. Um, you know, just a good, just a fair. Give us a chance, fair chance. Just give us a chance. Come on. Yeah, look, I you know I'm I'm tipping France to really to to do Denmark here, um, but but keep in mind that that both teams you know a draw wouldn't wouldn't hurt either of them. Um, so I I feel like they might take the foot off the gas a little bit there, um, but but in that game you know the the first goal for France is is so crucial to then make Denmark come out and play, and then hopefully France can can punish them when they when they overcommit. But you know we can only play our game, um, <clears throat> but. Peru don't look as, as scary, you know. They, they haven't scored a goal yet. Um, <clears throat> but the dumbest thing that we could do is, is underestimate a team that we need to get a result out of, um, and you know yep. they've they've really got nothing to play for. Um, I think I think what we need to do is is probably the, the the talking point on everyone's lips is that Azani must start for Robbie Cruz. Um, yeah, he's he's been nothing but poor. You know, I haven't been a fan of Robbie Cruz for for a while. He he, he especially this tournament, he hasn't offered much up front, poor decision-making and, and a terrible touch as well. And, and it makes it all the much more obvious was that when Azani was brought on, he added so much more attacking flair and, and a vibrant dynamic to the forward line. Um, so I'll be shocked if he doesn't start. But I, I, I think... Is Azani a 90-minute player, a 90-minute World Cup player? What, why not? Just 
give him a give him let him start because and the only and thing see look, what he can bring to the table because it's such a risk if he doesn't. I mean, he might take a little bit to get into the game, but give him that chance to grow into the game, build his confidence because you know he he already is a yeah, confident yeah. lad. So let him grow into that game. If we can get that them early and he can be a part of that, it it makes so much more sense than have a a failing <coughs> Robbie Cruz at the moment just because he's an experienced head just. We need this result, yeah. and you know he's offered nothing up there, Robbie Cruz. So I don't understand why you just don't change it and bring on someone who's proven to be more positive. Um. Well, look, I was, I have been in the past. I don't know about you, Steph, but I have been, uh, you know, along the same tune as you there, Ollie, with uh, with Robbie Cruz, and um. Oh no, no arguments from me here. I I mentioned it. Um. Uh, the day after the game on our um, uh, yeah, Instagram TV, yeah. that I just don't, I just yeah. don't think uh, I fully, fully agree with uh, with, with Ollie. I just don't think he's. Yeah, adding no, I'm not disagreeing. Look, I'm not disagreeing. Look, I'm not disagreeing with Ollie either. Um, I think Robbie Cruz, yeah, he has been poor, um, but he does do things that Daniel Arzani doesn't. And um, I'm not talking about attacking. I'm talking about defending. Mm-hmm. And um, Look, there has been, I will say that, um, and publicly on the record, that, look, I haven't always been the greatest fan of Robbie Cruz's football, but, look, he has played 60-odd times for Australia. Yeah. You know, it's an incredible feat nonetheless. And I think that people should have their right, especially fans of the game, just like we are, um, should have the right to, to express those views. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it's we say that because we, we only say this because we care. Um, but I think that uh, the Australian public has to realise that there is a line between giving your view and abusing Oh, 100%. 100%. Someone, uh, publicly, publicly abusing someone. Um, and look, at, I mean, look, it is very, um, you know, it is very easy for us to, you know, give our views on the bench, uh, so to speak. But um, look, I think that, uh, yeah, no, look, Oli, you are right. Azani has been incredible. You know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's the last time I think we saw a player that was able to come on a field at this age and just look like he'd been there for years was Harry Kuehl. Yeah. Um, like that that natural ability in terms of, you know, Cahill, was, Cahill even when he was younger, didn't run and goal plays. You know, like I'm talking about a Kuehl-esque sort of player. Um, but yeah, I think Robbie has done a lot of fantastic things. If you, I, I have rewatched the games. He has been def- uh, fantastic defensively um, at times and... Um, but look, you know, obviously his job as well is to go and try and score goals. So look, I look, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he started. Um, after, you know, listening to what Bert's had to say, looking at how we're going to play, um, but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised either if Azani either a started or came on early into the second half. So, um, but yeah, look, I just want to say, yeah, I think that. Um, you know, no player, no player deserves to be publicly humiliated no. and or abused. No. Um, but no, look, you're right. You can't, you can't still shade away from the fact that he hasn't been fantastic going forward. Um, but look, I think that um, look, the question that I had for you, uh, Steph, was um, with this game with Peru, um, how do you see us going up front? Do you see? Do you think? Timmy starts. Do you think? No, I don't uh, think Tommy Urich starts. I don't think. Um, I don't think Timmy starts. I think. I think. Um, is, is is? Do we know if Naboo's 
finish for the tournament? Or? No good. No, no good. good. Yeah, no good. No good. There was photos out today of him not even training in a sling. So yeah, okay. Uh, it looks like he's done. Okay. Disappointing. Like de- terribly disappointed for him. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But again, you know, he's 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 done well. He's he's sort of created chances, but he hasn't really taken any. He hasn't really had any. You know, he hasn't had a shot on target as yet. You know. Yeah, but he suits the game. He suits the game that Bert wants to play. He's been ridiculously busy up front. Oh, 100%. Like, in terms 100%, of harassing things. 100%. And he's, constantly, yeah. and he's constantly sort of working hard to win the ball back. So he's doing, he's doing a very good job defensively of winning the ball back and, um, I guess, uh, putting teams under pressure. Um, but, I, I, again, I mentioned on the, on the, um, uh, on the Instagram TV, on the, uh, on, the, on the bench Instagram page, um, you've got you know, a player like Petridos that, for me, he, he did... I think he did have a breakout season this year, and 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 he has the ability to to to, to bang in goals. And he he, I think for me, he's the front runner to start. I don't think Timmy should start. I think Timmy should come off the bench. You know, Timmy will do. So you want Dimi? You you want Dimi to start up front? Yeah, Dimi Petrados. Yeah, hundred percent. Why not? Why? Well, why? Why else is he there? Well, why, why are a lot of other people there? I had a conversation with Matt the other day and actually it was a question that Matt had and a question I could, I could probably ask you both. Matt, Matt is of the belief that Bert only has 14 players and you've already seen them. No. Well, I can, I can understand why he's saying that, but at the same time, you know, where has it gotten us in the first two, two games, you know? I understand we played well, but we, we, we ultimately we were in a results-based, you know, environment and... We've had one loss, one draw. Yeah, well, look, I don't think having not played Dimmy at all, look, I don't think he'd start. Um, but again, but again, but again, Esper, why not? Because I don't think he'd take that risk, to be honest. But what, what is there to risk? Um, what is there to risk? I understand it's his first World Cup, but. A spot in the last round. It's his only World Cup for us, but. Um, you know, the round of 16, you know, I think that is too big of a risk. I think. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think he really suits our game or the way we have been playing, but I think he, he plays Juric up front. Um, I don't know about you, Ollie, but I think Juric starts. Um, not that it's not that I want him to. You know, I'd rather I'd honestly rather someone like McLaren up there that's going to be a bit busier. Um, Andrew Nabu-esque. So, but if, but if, the, um, but if, the, yeah. if, the, if the substitutions that came off the bench, bar Arzani... You know, were, were to, if you if you had to judge them, they didn't really impact the game at all. Oh no! Look, I'm not denying. You know, Urich, yeah, Urich and Irvine didn't really sense. didn't really come in. You know, the only person that came in into the game and sort of introduced themselves and 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 made made it made it you know half exciting was Arzani. Yeah, but that's Steph. That's what I mean. You need to when you go when you go back and watch the games. He put Irvine. Or that's why. That's why I don't think he wanted. I don't think he was ever going to put Urich on in that game. Even if Naboo went down, yeah, we uh, went sorry before Naboo went down. I don't think he because Urich doesn't suit the game we're trying to play. Look at our wingers, right? We have Cruz there who's quick. Well, this, if we're going off the first two games, yeah, we have yeah. Cruz and Lecky on the wings who are quick. You've got Rogic who's a pretty busy number ten in terms of like the, the way that he plays. Yeah. He wants to turn. He wants to get a ball, turn and go. Yeah. Urich wants to get a ball and hold it up, and that's why Naboo is busy and Irvine is very busy. He wants the Berths almost just gone with what Australia's good at, and that's just running. Energy. Yeah, um, yeah. But when you've when you got to play like when you got to play like Mass Longo on the bench as well, like oh, Mass must be pulling his hair out. Yeah. That's what I mean. You know, like I, I thought I, I, the first game. Sorry, um, 
No, so no, the game against Denmark, I thought I, I, he was almost, for me, he was almost a shoe-in mass because I thought, I, I assumed that Bert was going to have him just sitting on on uh, Christian Eriksen, yeah. you know, in, like, in sort of like a man-marking yeah. situation, like a Mark Milligan on um, Alexis Sanchez-esque in uh, 2014. Mm. But obviously that wasn't to be. But yeah, Mass must be pulling his hair out as well because I think we all thought Mass was going to play mm. a lot. Yeah. So, well, I, um, I, and I th- also think, also think too, I think we need to... Um, I think we, we need to we need to you know take more chances, have more shots. You know, towards the towards the back end of the second half against Denmark, we, we, we were, you know, we were expressing ourselves more. We we're very relaxed. We we're having shots from outside the box, and we we're coming close to scoring. You know, we got to put we got to put teams under pressure a little bit more. Yeah, well, I think look, I think I, I don't know about well, Ollie. I'll ask you is, um, you know, and then and then yourself, Steph. In terms of can Australia get through, mm. um, in this game against Peru, how do you see it playing out? Well, not not even talking about a score prediction, but well, we need to we need to score we need to score early. If we're going to score, we need to score early. You know, we we can't sort of keep relying on you know getting penalties <coughs> to 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 get to get us goals. You know, I think in the past five game international games, um, you know, including the World Cup, you know, Yedinak scored from the penalty spot, and he scored a free kick. I think you know he scored like three goals, three no. or four pens, and, and a free kick. You know, yes, so yes, I think yes. we need to. I think we need to take our chances a little bit more. I think we need to be more um, clinical up front. I don't think defensively. I think we're doing a pretty good job. I think yeah. I think we've been phenomenal. I think defensively so, we're doing a really good job. Um, I think we need to have. We need to come out. Um, the formation I think we're playing is is yeah, it works well. Um, well, look. The question that I have because look, we we do have other things that we need to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So, will Australia get through? Well, it's it's hard. We you know we we go off. We're going off. What's your what's your what's your heart telling you? What's your head telling you? My heart's telling me that we're we're going to go through. My head's telling me that you know Denmark can get a result against France, and if Denmark get a result against France, then we're done. Yeah, it sucks that it's not only what we do in our game. <clears throat> I think we're not as good technically. You know, us and Peru aren't as good technically as, as a France and a Denmark so I think this game will come down to what you said we're really good at is the energy and, and who wants this game more so I, I think looking at that you'd think you know, the, the Aussies would be much more up for it as they have something to play for whereas the, the only downside about this is that the France-Denmark game could easily end in a draw mm. or even Denmark get upsetting France Yeah Yeah I mean uh, it's that's that's what that's what frustrates me is that you know that it's not entirely in our hands. So, um, like I was I was I was spitting chips as a, as well, I think is that what uh, Robbie Slater loves to say. I was spitting chips after the spitting game chips. against Denmark because I feel like we really we really let one get away there um, against the Denmark. So look, I think we yeah look I guess the same. My my heart says we'll go through. My head says it'll be a lot trickier than that. But um, look, we will we will move on. Fingers crossed, toes crossed. Everything that we that we do. Go we've, got, we've, got, we've got, we've got, we've got, we've got the footballing gods of of Les Murray and Johnny, Johnny Warren looking down on us. And, and exactly, we, the we, team, we, so. we we have um, we have good ammunition upstairs in our disposal. So, um, yeah, hopefully Johnny does us a few favors tomorrow night. Please, oh, please, yes, please, please, Lord, again. please. Um. I'd love to see us. Play. I'd love to play Croatia again in around a sixteen. That'd be great. Um, That'd be. Re- I just want us. So, to, I just want us to progress. I think we deserve to progress. But anyway. Yeah, but yeah. Look, we'll um, st- um, Ollie. Yeah. And my next topic, and it's my first question: What the hell is happening with Argentina, mate? I've been <laughs> asking myself this all week. <laughs> and my other question: 
if any, what what sort of gear is uh, George or Jorge or however the hell we want to pronounce his first name, Jorge Sampaoli on? I, I don't know if you've watched the game against Argentina. <laughs> he has marched up and down that sideline, done nothing but touch his nose for 180 years <laughs> before. He's, he's been hanging out with Maradona. Maradona yeah. <laughs> I'm to it. Mate. He's a nutcase. Yeah, he's a he's a <laughs> character on the side of the pitch. Um, he, I wouldn't mess with him either. He looks he looks tough with his two big sleeves up his and arms. It, yeah, I know. What the hell? When he took his jacket, I was like, "What the hell? Who is this bloke? He looked like a." <laughs> I didn't even know he like had a, that. I know. Yeah, neither did I. He looked like an El Chapo drug dealer or something with that coat on. And then, <laughs> they, and then he pulled out those Sons of Anarchy tattoos. Um, very complicated man. But yeah, mate, what what is going on with Argentina? Yeah, to be, What's going on? To be honest, I wish I had an answer for you. It's 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 one that's really bewildered me. You know, obviously the the bigger teams like your Germany's and Brazil have been struggling here and there, but have grinded out you know a result um, in in the second games um, and sort of stepped up. So that might set the tone for them to then kick on and and achieve what's expected. But Argentina look like they've really just just crumbled. And I think we touched on it earlier before the World Cup started. I think. This type of pressure, I, I hate singling him out, but it's hard not to as he is the world's best player. That Messi doesn't really thrive in this pressure like a Ronaldo does. He <coughs> really doesn't wear the weight on his shoulders well. And it's obviously, you know, <clears throat> being the captain, and, and I think his head drops really quickly when, when it goes downhill for Argentina. Um, hence him, you know, you know the, the last previous tournaments saying he's retiring from international football and then coming back. You can you can tell this has a huge emotional impact on, on the way he plays and then that carries through the team. What else has confused me is is Sampali's squad selection. You know, I don't understand why players like Dybala, Di Maria and, and Higuain are all three of them are, are sitting on the bench and, oh. and Ever Benega as well. Um, it just looks like their squad isn't balanced enough. I mean everyone said it before that they're just so front heavy um, and, and they're paying for it as well. You know, Otamendi um, kicking out at, at Ivan Rakitic sort of just summed up their their attitude and, and where not just Messi's head, but the whole squad's head is at. Um, so it's, I feel like they've really dug themselves a big hole and, and couldn't can't really deal with the adversity that, that comes with the World Cup, that, you know, that the winning teams are able to, to get through. Like, you know, you're looking at Germany and scoring their late winner and, and Brazil grinding out a result. You know, it's just that Argentina really lacked that. And when it goes bad for them, it's it's just a train wreck. Um, so, you know, their, their confidence is low. And, and from here, you can you can really see Nigeria probably trying to rattle their cage. Yeah, well, I mean, look, that's, that's the question that I had. Thank you. Thank you for a very, very uh, in-depth round up there. No worries. Um, and the question that I had, um, I'll go, before I get back to you, Ollie, the question I had for you, Steph, is... With Nigeria, oh look, I wouldn't be surprised if Argentina do beat them because Nigeria did them a favour mm. the other day. Um, it wouldn't surprise me that Argentina somehow get out of this group, but I don't think they will. I don't. I don't think they'll beat Nigeria. They were appalling against against um, against Croatia. Yeah. Full credit to Croatia in the end. Uh, Luka Modric was phenomenal. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, am I wrong in saying that they? I, that I, that I can't see them beating Nigeria. I, I, I'm, I'm with you there. If they played, if they play, um, like they played against Croatia, I think, yeah, you, you're, you're on the money there. I think they're going to struggle to get a result. Um, 
one, one question I wanted to ask you boys was, I feel like there's a lot of a lot of media. I mean, it's you know it's Leo Messi, but you know I just feel like even in the games when you're watching the games, you know they're they're always looking at visions of of Messi. Like Messi, okay, Messi can score goals and he's an influential player in the team, but at the same time, you know he he didn't chip the 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 ball to to cost him the first goal. You know. You can't put, you can't have eleven Leo Messi's on the field. Like, do you think that that has an impact? And what was, what was, what was that goalkeeper doing? Oh, really? I don't know. I'm the only goalkeeper oh, can do, that can do that. <laughs> Johnny Sims, mate. When I was, I was sitting there with a few of my mates watching it, and we all, I did like a, I did like a Thierry on Rita Jamie Carragher. You know, like that knee no, touch knee when grab. he found out that Bridge and Rogers got this out. Yeah. When when I, and I remember just looking, and we all looked at each other. No one said a word. And everyone was just like, "Did that actually just happen?" Yeah. It's, like it was a joke. Did we literally just witness the biggest meme of 2018? I think so. Like, I mean, really, really fucked up a bit oh, there, but hey, all credit to Rebic's finish. That was, oh, that was awesome. Really, what oh, he, yeah. why, hey, why didn't he just bring that down? That's what I couldn't believe. Why wouldn't he just bring that down and then finish it? He had to bomb it. Yeah. First time. It could, like, have gone, it could have gone really downhill. I, you know, fair enough if that was their last goal and they were 2-0 up in the, in the 90th, but, you know, to open the scoring like that, there was... That's some confidence in yourself. I just sort of sets up the it sets up the um it, it sort of sets up the the tempo of the game. You know, I, I know from a from a goalkeeper's perspective, you know, one one mistake can 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 kill a team, and you know something something like that when Argentina already have their back up backs up against the wall against arguably a team that you know is is in the best form in the World Cup, and you know you go and chip a ball like that, like you know he's channeling he's in a he's channeling he's in a um he's in a golfer, he's in a Tiger Woods. Yeah. I got the sandwich out, but look, yeah, for yeah, for me, I think Argentina. It's talk about you know, like you said, Ollie. They're very. They're, I mean, they are very front heavy. It doesn't take a genius, you know, to to say that. You know, that's that's where you know, as you've said, that's where they excel. But um, you know, they have all the talent in the world, sort of thing. But you know, if they're not a team, they're not a team. And like you said, like yeah, squad selections. Ava Benega, you know, how he's not starting in that in that in that team. Um, you know, I do think they missed someone like a Lanzini as well, um, who was out due to his ACL injury. But um, talking about the, comparing them to, you know, I guess as as we always do in terms of as ever as always everyone does. Sorry, in terms of Ronaldo and Messi, Ronaldo's team. Ronaldo looks around him when he's on that Portuguese side, and he says, "Yeah, I got some good players here, but it's mainly coming from me." Right. Whereas Messi goes into that Argentinian side. Looks to his left. He's got De Maria. He's got the Barla. Mm. He's got Aguero. He's got Higuain. Yeah, big Eddie's players, team. man. Big players. And do you think that he's thinking sometimes? Okay, you know, I'm human. I'm not going to play good every game. Neither is Ronaldo. I mean, Ronaldo hasn't played. This is like don't. This is what Ronaldo's fourth World Cup. He hasn't really been fantastic in the last two. He was great in his first one in '06, but. You know, like they are human. They're not going to have good. They're going to. There's going to be days where Messi isn't going to be good. But you know he's probably looking around, thinking, right? If I'm not, if I'm, for some reason having a bad day, I've got four other world class strikers here, and they haven't scored in. I mean, Bar Aguero scoring the other day. Aguero, um, Higuain hasn't scored for like twenty months for the Argentinian side. Like the Dybala has never scored for the Argentinian side, and has, I, do, you, what, do you think he's had enough game time? That's where I have to feel. That's where that's where. The, <clears throat> yes and no, but look, we're talking about world class players here, and 
you know, that's 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 what I mean. Do you think that because because Messi almost knows that he has what talent, like world class talent around him, that it sometimes isn't always going like it, it isn't always happening for them. Whereas Ronaldo's like right, like this is on me sort of thing. And you know you can't say that Messi doesn't have that ability. He's Messi's gone on one tournament by himself. You know he's gone on one Champions League by himself. And um, yeah, so do you think that 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 actually having all that talent is a really almost a negative for Argentina in a way? I don't know how you call it a negative, but I think I think it does just come down to Messi's. Ronaldo is very inspirational towards himself as well as his team. You know, you saw him getting injured in the in the final of the Euro 2016 and, and coaching on the sideline, whereas I feel like, not that I know him personally, but I, I don't feel like Messi has that. <laughs> well, he's a listener in, of the uh, of the podcast. So. <laughs> I don't think Best that mate. Messi oh, mate, has that drive and to, to lift a team as much as Ronaldo. So when, when their captain's head drops, that really resonates throughout the rest of the team so that the other world-class players think, look, if Messi's heads drop, what chance do we have? Yeah, and that's what yeah, you, you well, I mean, said before. You know, they, they they come down as a team, and and you know, you've got teammates, and you need to to lean on each other and and lift each other when you need. So when when their captain's head drops, it's it's just all it's all downhill from there. Yeah, well, I mean, look before we um before we wrap before we get into our last little topic. I mean, look um. I wouldn't be surprised if Argentina are in the World Cup final as well, you know, in the same breath. You know, look at look at Colombia. Colombia were almost down and out after their first game and they turned it around. Um and now they, they like they looked really, really good against Poland, who Poland are probably like one of the upsets of the group stage, Poland for me. Yeah, um but, you know, if I mean, if Argentina click, there probably isn't a team in the World Cup like them. So, I mean, look, it all could come together. Like we said, we'll, we'll know a whole lot more in a couple of days. Like, like we were saying about England and Belgium before. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they get through the group, but I don't know. They're going to have to, they're really going to have to do a whole lot of soul searching because, uh, you know, it's rumoured that Sao Paulo's been asked to step down. He hasn't. Um, so, yeah, they're going to have to do a lot, a lot of soul searching because where, uh, if not, I think uh, Argentina will have a severe national crisis on their hands. So, um, but look, before we, like I said, the last little topic we'll talk about, uh, we, we briefly touched on it in the beginning uh, Steph was, when Steph was talking about Croatia and so on. But look, the, the, the last question I have for you before I get quizzed tonight is um, after the first, you know, before the, before the tournament started, we all jotted our favourites down and, you know, who we thought was going to be there. And, you know, we've, we all spoke about Argentina, you know, not counting out Argentina. We just spoke about them. But after the first two rounds of matches, have any of your, have any of you, you know, your ideas, the way you look at teams changed? Um, I know for me, definitely my idea, I still think Spain will be there. I think Spain have probably been one of the most like, consistent sides. I thought they were fantastic against Portugal, barring a ridiculous game from um, Ronaldo. So, um, but I guess other than that would probably be Belgium um, for me. So, yeah, for you boys, is there anyone that have surprised you? Um, and have your favourites for this tournament changed? Um, Oli, I'll start with you, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, I, my favourites haven't changed, but they've also surprised me in the same breath. Is that, you know, I still think Brazil will go all the way and win it, but they've had a very slow and... And shaky start, um, <clears throat> you know. Against they were, 
they, they, they were poor against Switzerland and, and had to rely on, on Phil to, to step up as well as against Costa Rica. You know, they grinded and grinded out and they burned chances and they just didn't look like that, that punishing Brazil that, that they looked in, in qualifying. Um, but definitely at the same time, I think they will step up and, and I think they've got yeah, Serbia to play last and should they get a win there, a comfortable win, that, that I believe that will set the tone for them to, to then kick on and, and, and make the final at least. Um, so, so, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I have a new favourite, um, but, yeah, obviously I've mentioned it about 100 times tonight. I've, I've been really impressed with the way Belgium have played. I won't go into it any more yeah. than that. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree with you there. So, um, and Steph? Um, look, I, 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 my, my favourites have, haven't changed at all. I, I still feel um, very confident and strongly on, on the football that Croatia are playing um, like I touched on at the, at the top of the um, at the top of the podcast, I think that you know that, that just as a as, just as a whole, they're just they're just playing really really good football, and they just look like the most stable side out of the lot. Um, you know, Mandzukic is is causing tr- uh, trouble up top. Modric is is in you know hot form. Uh, Rakitic career, almost career best. Yeah, yeah Rakitic is in is, is in really really good form as well. You know, at the back you got Lovren, Subasic is is doing well as well. So you know, a, a, as a whole, you know, I I wish I backed him. You know, on sports that sports bet they were paying like fifty one dollars to win the cup. I wish I wish I backed him ten bucks. You know, they 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 for me they're just the team to beat. I think you know Portugal and Spain. I feel I feel personally have started slow. Um, I don't think you know, if you look at Group A, I don't think. Russia or Uruguay will will, will trouble um, getting getting into the quarterfinals. Uh, Brazil again. Yeah, but Russia are dodgy. But Russia, oh, sorry, not Russia. Sorry, Uruguay are dodgy. Yeah, they can they so can sneak a, a result. Yeah, they can they can. Uruguay they can play are dirty and sneak and a playing they dirty and winning. They games. can they can. I agree one hundred percent with you. I agree. Um, Brazil, you know Brazil. Where, where, what's happening with Brazil? You know. Yeah, I mean that's it's the age-old question: What's happening with Germany? Yeah, exactly. What's that was that was my yeah, next like, point. You know, Brazil? Germany. What's happening with Germany? You know, they they want winning the last from winning the last World Cup to you know almost not qualifying. You know, they got a huge yeah, game. They got an absolutely huge game against um uh, who are they versing? Are they versing Korea? Yeah, they're versing Korea. You know, a huge game against Korea. I remember I tipped Korea to get out of the group. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. You went on for twenty yeah, yeah. minutes about how good Korea. Yeah, are. yeah they're doing well, man. Oh, you created a win the World Cup. Boys, I forgot about that. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. They'll get out. They're, they're going to get out. <laughs> you know what? They actually can, That's bro. Brilliant. They can. I just remember that. Yeah. Oh, what if they go and beat Germany 4 0? Which, which at the I moment, remember that. Oh, mate. Oli, I, I gave such a hype speech about that. <laughs> you knew, <laughs> I, I, I thought I, you started I, crying over them. <laughs> I did, mate. I did. I, I, for what? Two minutes, I I G them up. If yeah. I if they, if they had played my my chat about them in the change room with a with a <laughs> they, South Korean translator or interpreter with the Titanic, they would have gone out there. They would have gone out there ready to run through brick walls. <laughs> and the boys have just the boys have broken my heart. Like, I can't I completely forgot about that. <laughs> no, well done. That's well, good um, well, look, um, boys, to finish off tonight, we are saying we are all back. Um, I will hand over the reins to you now, Ollie. Steph, open the show. You can close the show and finish off by quizzing me. Just, just wait, wait, wait one second, bro. Wait one second because you know we can't have um, we can't have a um, 
a, a quiz, you know, without some theme music. Now I think, now I think, judging because obviously we're going to we're going to be um, uh, theming this around the World Cup, so I think that it being in Russia, I think it's only fitting that we get some theme music that um, uh, that sort no of fits into it, into <laughs> where that fits into you know the 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 Russian theme. You know, theme. Are you taking the lead? Because I've got no idea. Where no, no I'm just, I'm this. just saying it. I just don't think that it's fair that we, you know, have a quiz and, and have it muted. You know, I think that we need to get some intro music that's Russian. Are you, are you telling me that you're providing? I, I mean, I mean, I can, I can. If you, if you, Steph's been working tirelessly with the uh, the Russian junior uh, ensemble there in Sydney. Yes, yes, I, yes, music. I have. So you know, I think that it's only fitting that we get some um, some some Russian music to introduce the World Cup quiz. Is that okay you with you? Play it in the background then. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, there was a slight pause there because uh, Steph almost ruined the whole. Show. <laughs> uh, I didn't ruin. Find, I didn't almost ruin the whole show. Trying, trying to find, trying to find. Uh, I guess you call it R pop, Russian <laughs> Russian pop music. R pop. And, um, <laughs> and uh, no, it was uh, just some politically incorrect only, songs that we were going to play. Only come, only coming back with our, uh, only coming back with our uh, Greek wedding music. <laughs> so um, thank, look, look, thank we're, God we're, for editing. We're, 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 yeah, thank God. Oh, thank God for editing, Jesus. Well, we, the uncut version uh, will be up on an on an R plus R eighteen plus site. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so look, without further ado, uh, Ollie, time to quiz me, boy. Right. Well, I, what I think we've forgotten what episode of the well, quiz we're up well, to. Well, we're we're in so season two, so season, this is season two. two is, is this the first quiz Just of season two? Second one because he did a, a mini one last I week. I quiz Matt. Matt. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, episode two of the uh, World Cup quiz featuring Joseph Esposito. Espo, are you ready? Born ready, mate. I must say it's a little bit stats-based tonight because um, I compiled it pretty quickly. And it is, but it is multiple choice, so you, you, you've, you've got to relax. You know, you've been quite scathing in, in your quizzes specifically towards me, um, so <laughs> I think it's only fair Once. that I return the favour. Um, Ollie, don't start this game. No, 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 you're right. A um, few questions in here thrown in by Steph, so... The um the dumb ones you know who they oh, came come, from. Come on, mate. Come on. Oh, so we've got ten quiz. Start this ten again, questions. Um, Steph will keep score for us. Yep. Um, so let's kick it. Quizmaster. Espo. In two thousand and fourteen, Brazil hosted the World Cup. What was the opening <laughs> game of the tournament? Brazil versus Croatia. Oh, bang! That was quick. Very very good. That was quick. Well done. One from one. Marcelo own goal, then Neymar scored. This guy knows he's he's looking for extra points, and he's not going to get any. Can one you from one. Put your laptop down or turn it the other way. No, I know. I just know these things. See the top of my head. I can predict Espo. these things. <laughs> Question number two. There are a few big names that haven't made the World Cup this year. Who's the highest ranked team not to feature in the tournament? Ooh. Is it a multiple choice? No, no it's not. It's a great question. Well, I know Italy. Italy. Italy's one of them, but probably not the highest ranked team. Ten um, seconds. Oh, Netherlands. You're locking it in. Yeah, locking Netherlands. You're wrong. It's Chile, and they're ranked ninth. I believe Netherlands oh, are ranked twentieth at the moment. <laughs> are they really? Yeah. 
came oh, across mate, that one take, that I, can't, uh, came up with it. Honestly, Steph, I'm going to name and shame Coca-Cola here. What? You cannot take the Coca-Cola FIFA ranking seriously. Well, well, Coca-Cola, tell me well Coca-Cola don't bloody someone, make the rankings. Is someone going to sit here and tell me that Denmark and Peru are ranked 11th and 12th in the world? Please. Coca-Cola uh, then purely for, for, for marketing purposes. <coughs> yeah, right. Go on. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I completely forgot that. Chili, that's a good question. I like that. Okay, question three is multiple choice. Great question, by the way. Okay. Which boots have scored the most, most goals so far in the World Cup? <laughs> is it A, the Puma 1s, 18.1s? Is it B, the Adidas Predators? Is it C, Nike Hypervenoms? Or is it D, Nike Mercurial Vapor? A bonus points for, for, for guessing how many goals as well. Mercurial Vapor. Final answer? Yeah, Chetashev wears Mercurial Vapors, so does Kane, so does Ronaldo, Lukaku wears Pure Ones. I'm going Mercurial Vapors. Bang, Very good, good job. How many, goal, how many goals have, have been scored with the Mercurial Vapor? Elite 12, we have to say as well, because there's two of the Vapors, but this is the Mercurial uh, Elite 12. No, not a clue. Take a guess, a take a guess. But 27. Oh, <laughs> good guess, but it's 25 and you're wrong. Oh really? <laughs> but yeah, what is it? Two, you two from two from two three. from three. I okay, Espo, this is a quick fire answer, so I'm going to give you six seconds to answer. Okay. Which team is currently on top of Group D? One, two, three. Croatia. Oy, Very good. Well done. Well done. Three from four. Well done. Not bad. What question is this? Uh, question number five. Five. What stadium is Australia's last group game being played at? Sochi. Oh, but that's not the state. That's not, that's not no, the stadium name, mate. That's I'll you know it is being played in what Sochi. City it's being played in. I'll, I'll hand it to him. Oh, you're soft. Hey, you're You've gone soft. You've changed, man. Yeah. It's at the Fish Stadium in Sochi, for those playing at home. Am I three from four? I am. Uh. Three from four? Or is it four from five? Four from five. Four from five. You're doing well so far. Question six. I think we've only got nine questions for him. We must count it wrong. No, there's ten. <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I missed one. Okay, so question six. <laughs> Who scored England's fourth goal against Panama? You have five seconds. Um, four. Um, three. Two. Uh, John Stokes. You know nothing, John Stones. Sorry. Five from six, boys. You're doing all right. You're doing all right. You know what I just did? What? A, a fart. I dabbed. A what? Five from six. What'd you do? I, I dabbed. Five you dabbed by yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you banned from the pod for two weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> Go on, keep going. I would have went with fart then. Joseph. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo is Portuguese. Yes. Who is the Portuguese coach? Tite. Who? Oh, the Portuguese coach. Whoa, 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 I thought oh, I swear I heard Brazilian. Um, 
Okay, five from seven. No worries. Oh, Tite. Okay. Question eight. The answer's not Tite in this question, by the way. Is multiple choice. <laughs> how many penalties... Oh, I'll start again. How many, penal- <laughs> how many penalties have there been in this World Cup? Is it A, eight? Is it B, 19? C, 16? Or D, 12? 12, D. Is this your final answer? Yes. That is incorrect. It is C, 16. Ah, uh, uh, dang it. Okay. Score update, Stefan? I've lost count. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still <laughs> laughing at Tite. It was funny. Oh, he's got the last two wrong. So he's got one. Five from eight. Two, five, five from eight. eight. Yeah, five from eight. Five from eight. Okay. <laughs> Question nine. It's not, and the answer's not Tite. Is multiple choice again. Throughout this whole tournament, which team has held the most ball possession? Is it A, oh, this is Germany? A this is a, this, no, this is a, hence it's why it's multiple, multiple choice. Is it A, Germany, B, Argentina, C, Spain, or D, your boys, South Korea? Now, now I'm going to give you bonus points if you can guess the percentage as well. This is a J-up. Be right back. I'm going to watch 24 games of football quickly. All right, no um, worries. We'll wait. Um, I would say Germany, Argentina, Spain, and so. This is Mate, a joke. Take a swing. Yeah, I'll go. Germany. Oh, yeah. Well, well done. How, and and how much how much possession have they had so far? On average. Yes. On average, yeah. Sixty-three percent. Oh, you've come you've come close. Sixty-six. Uh, for those playing at home, it's uh sixty-six for Germany, sixty-five for Argentina, sixty-five also for Spain and South Korea. We, we couldn't know, we, we, we couldn't be bothered getting the, the stat, so we just <laughs> threw it in the end. Eighty-four <laughs> percent. Yeah, probably. Um, Espo. Alright. Six from nine. Final question. <laughs> the answer's not TT, by the way. <laughs> Which team has committed the most amount of fouls? Is it A, Russia? Is it B, Croatia? Parramatta City FC. <laughs> no, not goals, mate. Not goals. <laughs> is it C, Morocco? Or is it D, your boys from South Korea? <laughs> I've got to go South Korea. <laughs> he's done it. He's, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, bonus points. How many How many, How many? many fouls have they committed this tournament so far? <coughs> um, 36. No. There's, there's 47. 47 fouls the committed. Koreans Damn. fouled the most. For those playing at it. home, Morocco, Morocco 45, Croatia 43, and Russia on 33. Three. So uh, that leaves you with a total score. Is that 7 out of 10? It was. Yeah. I'm happy with that. 7 out of 10. Well I'm done. Good job. And imagine if I got Tite right. Steph's I've been All saying. Right, well, um, well, boys, that was, a, that was a whole lot of fun tonight. Um, it always is, mate. It always to is. Everyone listen, to everyone listening, I um, hope you keep listening for a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> That is important, that you are an integral part of this podcast, uh, our listeners. Slightly. 
But no, look, we have been um, during the World Cup. We have been, I must say, um, we have been getting you know sensational uh, comments back, um, you know, inboxes and or I guess I say direct messages and so on. Um, so look, the 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 contact there has been great. We do hope it continues throughout the cup. You know, the cup's only really just getting started. So um, look, there will be a whole lot more content out during the week. Uh, look forward to if you're listening to this. Hopefully, it being. You listen to this on the Tuesday before the Ruse game. Um, we will say definitely keep an eye out on our Instagram because uh, Lachlan will be there live from Sochi. Uh, so we look forward to, forward to that. Hopefully, if we get through, he will be live from the round of 16 game as well. So um, fingers crossed on that again. But no, look to everyone again. No, thank you for yeah your commitment in terms of the contact and getting back to us and asking us questions and answering our polls. Uh, it does make these episodes a whole lot easier and interesting yes. uh, I might add so uh, yeah look just gonna yeah you know continue to follow us at on the bench AU across all social media platform so gentlemen with that um, I will say go South Korea Arrivederci and goodbye Ciao Ciao